0: Okay, so, uh, this is uh, us having a conversation about uh, Jesus uh, from our study from the book of Luke Gospel, from the first chapter to the last chapter. Uh, we just finished a full study of the book from the beginning to the end, and so we, we would like to review what manner of man Jesus is in that conversation. So so Jesus what kind of person is he? remember that you, I'm trying to recap the, the things that we had shared before uh, is the, the way he engaged with family the, the Jesus engaged with the church the way Jesus and, uh, oh, we engaged with the, with the populace with politicians with leaders government with society with community and different people. So go ahead. You were describing Jesus. Well,
1: talking about how Jesus was the living wonder. That's because man that was truly really led by the truth of the living God. The way he approached situations of situations and circumstances were different from the way people know to, to approach such issues. He, he was unpredictable. That is the reason why I said is he was a living wonder when he was on earth, According to the book was a living wonder. He he kept surprising people with, with, with his approach to situations and to life to to the multitude he spoke in parable to the disciples he spoke plainly and to yes but eventually he um when, it, when, it's, when, it, when the disciple asks questions about parables, he give them plain, plain answers. Plain enough? Yes, plain enough for them to understand or for them to know, enough for them to have knowledge about to know. So uh, he, he, he really approached the way he approached situations different ways. You know, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the thoughts, eventually he will sleep because he wasn't approaching the same the same situation the same way. What I mean by that is that um, you may actually think, he has said something like this this other time. He's going to say this thing again so we can, you know?
0: More like um, there's, a, there's a mold. He's never in a mood.
1: Yes, he's never in a mood. He, he was dynamic in a way. Because he's led by the Spirit of the Living God. He wasn't... Uh, uh, he wasn't rigid.
0: So... Oh, well, if, if, if we were to take that and, and put that in present-day language or present-day context, so if you have a man or a woman who is, has patterned his or her life according to Christ or after Christ and this individual is unpredictable or she's unpredictable uh, that you can never guess how this person is going to respond exactly. to an issue would you, would you say such person uh, will anybody describe such person as dependable
1: in this um, in this world context now See even in general, as, terms, even as in general real. terms, even
0: in general okay. Let's let's bring it to the context of the father and his son. The father, the son is being bullied, and the son knows that if his father were to come around, he expects the father to fight for him, right? And then the father comes today, he fights for him. And then the next day, the father shows up, saw him being bullied, and just walked away. That child, I'm not sure that child will continue to, will be able to depend on the Father. But Jesus operated that way. And did, did the people he related with actually depended on him. So where's the line of delineation between being um, dynamic and being dependable? Using the language, I'm using the words that you use. So where would you where would one say that line of delineation is where to a very large extent you are dynamic, but you are also dependable? Meaning people can count on you know you to do certain things. Maybe not in the way they would expect you to do it, but perhaps the principle of the matter is dependable, meaning you would not expect Jesus to defend on righteousness against righteousness. That is the principle of the matter. But how he defends righteousness is different from one scenario to another. In a scenario, he would pick up the king and whip them out of the temple. In another scenario, they will bring a woman that was caught right in the heart of a doctor, and he will say, anyone that has not uh, sinned before, let him cast the first. Thing. You understand you know? so. Uh, I think the, it, it boils down to the fact that uh, there's a degree of dynamic or dynamism that is required, or rather that is admirable. You understand, you know, like it is exemplified in the life of Jesus. But when it comes to matters of principle, we must be predictable. We have to be predictable on matters of principle, but we may not. We don't have to be predictable on the method. Or the, or the pattern, or rather not the pattern, on the, uh, the, the, the format that, that the execution or the exercise of that principle will take. You know, so I can defend righteousness. I can fight for righteousness if I have to. Or if yesterday that fight for righteousness required a physical fight, and I had fought a physical fight. Today, the same fight for righteousness may not require a physical fight. To
1: walk it might
0: just be a walking away, or it might just be a being quiet. It might just be a, a taking the, 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 the pathway of sacrifice rather than a triumphant entry. You know, so this same Jesus who showed up in the temple, who spoke with such um uh authority, he spoke with such authority. The Bible even attested that he did. With such authority, you know. But when it was time for him to die, he gave him the platform, gave him an opportunity to speak, and he said, not a word. You know, uh, in that context, the the purpose that brought him to the world, he was still defending that purpose, but the purpose was for him to die so that many others wouldn't have to die in his second death, right? So it, at that point, it was not important that he says anything. But that did not take away from him that he was still the same Jesus who answered them word for word and answered them with wisdom, so much so that they could not gain say what he was saying. You know, so principles, we must be predictable. Or in method, or the pattern that it follows, or rather the method of its execution, of its uh, expression, can be very dynamic. So that's, that's a beautiful lesson. Else that you learned from what you saw in that, in that gospel? Well, it's instructive to note that it was written by someone that was not a disciple of Jesus. It was written by, in quote, an outsider who, who was given an account of what it was that happened, you know, from the standpoint of he was a physician. Uh, Luke was a physician and uh, was written writing from the standpoint of an intellectual, somebody who has understanding, who also know how to write, who knew how to write, you know. He was writing from the perspective of someone who has weighed every matter that was discussed. He has weighed every matter that was uh, uh, being investigated or being considered. And his account was uh, uh, to the evidence of what is true. Evidence of what is true. So, if uh, an outsider wrote that, you know, that it was more, it's more like an academician writing about Jesus, because he did his research. He, he probably spent time finding out from all the people who were witnesses to the matter, and he didn't try to write the details of something he didn't know directly. You know, he wrote in specifics. You know, you know based on the information that was available to him from his researches and so he will speak to Paul, he was a disciple of Paul, he was a, he was following Paul, the apostle, you know. He, he will write. you know, from the things that, you know, balancing what Paul has said with the things that Jesus had said to the disciples. He was given an account, a reported account, but he had to record it with such precision so that nobody will say, sorry. I, I missed it, you know, so it's important that uh, the account is not an insider's account, the account is an outsider's account, or it must mean that the, the message was duly and well communicated such that and accurately also communicated so that uh, the outsiders uh, can have a clearer picture even an outsider has a clear picture. Because if all the details of the pictures were left to the disciples alone, and only those who saw him physically knew that much detail, perhaps today it will be a question of we need to go and encounter the spirit of Paul, or the spirit of Peter, or something from somewhere before we can catch the full revelation of it. Those people were true witnesses. that's what it means. Accurate witnesses to the point where when he was writing based on his researches, he was able to write clearly. He was able to write clearly. So it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing to, to, to read from the account of, of, of Luke. All right, so pretty much that's a uh, summary of the book of Luke. So, which other book would you like to study next? the Lord leads, which one would you want to study? Has any book in the Bible ever fascinated you uniquely? Yeah. Um, Genesis as always
1: fascinated
0: um, the book of beginnings yeah? mm-hmm. Ruth okay. Because Ruth was a Moabite, yes, a Moabitess. Okay, Genesis. Look. Well, Genesis is a book of beginnings, it's a book that is worth studying. Yeah. Uh, if anybody is interested in the original design, yes, design of
1: things, exactly.
0: Genesis is, is the book mm-hmm. to go to. All right, and so we might actually uh, uh, start studying Genesis, but again. Uh, for those listening, this is our review of the book of Luke. We hope you are also reading your Bible, and please do share with us what you have read as well. Thank you, and God bless.